What's up? Oh, hey. How you doing? Honestly, honestly. Yeah, honestly. I'm fucking terrified of the winter polar vortex that's going to hit in like four hours. I told you all about it like a couple weeks ago that it was coming. Why How listen? did you know this a couple weeks ago? Because I watched the news. <laughs> I don't, do you not do that? <laughs> no, I, I don't. It would give me nightmares. Okay, but, or at least the, like, watch the, um, the, like, weather part of the news. Well, I follow, like, the local weather because that's all I need to know. I have, like, there's a Twitter account here in Nashville, Nashville Spear Weather Twitter account, and they're always on it. They're so accurate. And so, like, I, like, heavily follow the Twitter feed. Like, I get alerts and all the things because they're so accurate. And I think they started talking about this, like, maybe, maybe max a week ago, which is really, I don't need to know three weeks in advance because that's two more weeks of anxiety I'm going to have about the polar vortex, you know? Yeah. And I wouldn't like- be having as much anxiety if it wasn't for all the animals. Oh, the animals are cold. They're going to be fucking freezing. So what do you got to do? You got to go get blankets for these uh, horses and stuff? The horses already have blankets because we're well prepared here. Okay. Um, I will tell you, though, I, I made the decision that I'm going to bring the feral cats inside and lock them in a bathroom in my house. You've got feral cats? I've got feral cats that live in my barn. And I'm sorry, but negative four with a wind chill of negative 20 it's too cold for the cats to be outside so i'm gonna lock them in the bathroom they're probably gonna destroy it but you know i will sleep better at night knowing they're not frozen to death or in the hood of someone's car and they're gonna die because people turn their cars on and kill cats all the time it's very tragic wait hold on do you feed these cats yes so they're not they're just like your cats they're not house cats. Like you can't really touch them unless it's on their own terms, and they're they're very difficult to be caught. Um, I do feed them, but mostly they just kill the mice in the barn. Mm-hmm. They're very useful. Yeah, so you've got them in there just to kill. They're working. They're assassins. They're assassins. Do they have names? Yes, Boots and Bling. Like Puss in Boots. Yeah, Miley named one, and I named the other. That Which, was the deal. Did you name Boots? I did not. I named Bling. Oh, because there's already Puss in Boots. I know, but she wanted boots. Does it have, like, different colored feet or something? No, he's just a barn cat, you know? Little orange so, tabby. Well, then why is his name Boots? Because that's what she wanted. Yes, Listen, I... better than AJ, BJ, CJ, and DJ, which are the donkey names that I left up to her, you know? What? What? It's an upgrade. Why are the donkeys named a- AJ, BJ, CJ, and EJ? I feel like maybe it was supposed to be a joke, but it just stuck. Because no one came up with other names, so that's that's their names. So is like is it AJ for like Andrew James, and then BJ for like um, blowjob, blow and job. then yes, CJ for clit job, and then EJ for yes. e- ejaculation. DJ 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 it's alphabetical DJ Got it. like d- 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 DJ DJ like Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I learn more about your barn every day. That we do this. There's lots, lots to learn here, you know. Seriously, it's stressful a little bit. Yeah. Um, did you have a nice Christmas? Christmas hasn't happened. <laughs> Are we gonna fake it? Yeah, because this is gonna come out when Christmas has already happened. That's cheating. You can't fake like you've already had Christmas. This is how Hollywood works. Okay, Hollywood's bullshit, and I refuse to partake in the fabrication of things just for the sake of entertainment. I haven't had Christmas yet. I don't know what's going to happen on Christmas. Maybe one of my animals freezes to death, and it's a tragic Christmas, or maybe not. Maybe somehow, like, someone, you know, anonymous sends me a million-dollar check, and it's the greatest Christmas ever. Like, I just don't know yet. Well, let's do both, and then whatever no, actually happens, no, I'll no, edit no, it in no, that no. way. 
Absolutely not. I had the best Christmas of my life, and I'll tell you why. I got three new jobs. I got uh, a, a new car. And Carl came back to life. Oh, it was the best that, Christmas ever. That would be the best Christmas ever. Yeah. See, but now you're just going to be let down next week when you hear this back and you're like, none of that should happen. I know. But um, all right. Well, I, I, now I can't edit it. So now the Y of Tears know, yes, we are recording this before Christmas again. Sorry, guys. It wasn't up to us. Blame the producers. Well, yeah, that's true. They wanted to get this before the end of the week, which is totally understandable. It is. And we're, we're taking next week off, I think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because, let me tell you, I plan on being so hungover yeah. for a couple days after New Year's Eve. What are you going to do for New Year's Eve? Um, I think I maybe mentioned this, but I'm going to Miami. I leave on Monday. That's right. Miley hosts her live NBC show from there. So they go early, you know, to prep for rehearsals and camera blocking and all the things because it's a live show. And I usually just go and like sit on the beach for a few days and call it fa quality family time. And then I have a gig on New Year's Eve in Miami this year, which is really nice. So I don't have to leave. So I get like six full days in Florida. And typically it would be 80 and sunny and I would leave with a suntan. And now because of this effing polar vortex... The high is like 68 in Miami. Who's like, that's unheard of. Well, I mean, I feel like we do this thing every couple of weeks and you like fight it, but I would just like to say it's 71 degrees here in Los Angeles. <laughs> I played golf yesterday in shorts. I played golf yesterday in shorts. Uh, listen, you, you can make fun of me all you like, but I tell you what, my nips aren't nipping, okay? okay. I, I'm living the life over here. I'm wearing this sweater right now. Are you so hot? I am sweating so much. I'm doing it purely because I feel like it's like Christmassy. Oh, I guess I should have worn something Christmassy. I'm like trying to get in the spirit. Don't need it. Could be in a tank top because it's 71 degrees here in Los Angeles. Move to LA. What are you thinking? No, I don't want to. You're crazy. I'm not going to sell my soul just for better temps, okay? If that's not a reason to sell your soul, I don't know what is. <laughs> That's why my mom sold her. She like refuses to live anywhere where the temperature is not between 65 and 85 year round. And what are the reasons to sell your soul? Happiness, I, right? I, I refuse to sell mine. Well, I sold it long ago for happiness. <laughs> and happiness to me is playing golf on December 21st in shorts. Fair. Yeah. Fair. You do have to breathe smog, though, whilst playing golf. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. Which, by the way, we're I feel like we're about to embark on a different time for humanity. We are. I'm very I'm I'm scared, but I'm also very excited. We're gonna see. So obviously the chat GPT thing, the AI is a little scary, but it's mm -hmm. also gonna make a lot of jobs easier and Well, it's also gonna make a lot of jobs not necessary, which is gonna leave people without income. Maybe so. People are going to figure so out other cool. ways of, of making money, I suppose. The other thing is, I don't know if you saw, but they finally figured out fusion. Did you see that? I did not. So what they were able to do is, okay, I, I'm not a scientist. I know that might shock some of you. I'm not a physicist. Mm. But I kind of understand what's happening with fusion. So what they were able to do is they were able to take a molecule or an atom and they put it in like this little like um, capsule, right? And then okay. they shot a bunch of laser beams at it 
and they heated it up so much that that like two atoms fused into one atom. And when that happens, the atom or the molecule becomes lighter. And the difference in the weight from the two to one, that difference is expelled vis-a-vis energy. And that's like where E equals mc squared comes from. Mass plus the speed of light equals energy. And so that's effectively what's happening on our sun. Like our sun's not like on fire, it's fusing. The molecules are fusing together and then radiating a bunch of heat. <clears throat> In theory, we've known that we could do this. And so when you do that, you get net positive energy. You can get more energy out than what you're putting in effectively, right? Like, so they were able to do this where they shot all these laser beams at it and they were able to create fusion and they put in about like, I think like two gigajoules or something like that uh, of energy and they got out 3.5, which means they net positive 1.5 joules of energy never been able to do before, which means that like proof of concept, like you can create fusion to make energy. And now it's just really kind of an engineering problem. It's no longer a physics problem. So now they have to have the engineers come in and figure out how you can do this on a large scale. Because once you start fusion, it'll just keep on going forever. It'll continue to create plasma. It'll like be at a plasma state where it'll just be like constantly just making energy. All that to be said, we're probably 10, 15 years away from it, but we are on like the precipice of free energy, which, I mean, how great will that be? You won't need to pay. No, no, no. Nothing in life is free. They will find a way to charge us for said energy. Trust. Uh, Yeah, maybe so. But I will say this. They will find a way. It's really clean energy, though. So that's nice. At least the, the positive is, is that I won't be breathing in so much smog later. And I guarantee you that clean energy going to come at a high price. Well, maybe so. I mean, yeah, nothing nothing in this life is free. It is not. But anyways. Love that for science, though. Go science. Pretty cool, right? Very. Figured out fusion. We got AI here. So I don't know. I don't know what else. I don't know what to Well, we also have um, intense global warming, which is what's causing the polar vortex that is hitting us right now. And I was just talking to my mom about this. And, you know, when everyone thinks of global warming, we just all think about how hot it's getting, right? The earth is hotter than it's ever been. Our summers are hotter and longer than blah, blah, blah. No one thinks about how that affects the shit up by the North Pole that's now coming for us. Guys, this is how the Ice Age happened. This is how just more extreme i just feel i just i'm just here to say that maybe not in our lifetimes but um i feel like another ice age is is heading our way maybe so or maybe we're just in like a cycle of which like the earth is just getting warmer or colder or whatever but we're definitely fucking shit up a little bit and yeah it's not really i think that like global warming was a bad moniker i think climate change is the right one like we're like the climate's getting fucked up a lot of people are like, yeah, it's how is it global warming? It's so cold out. Well, actually, I guess like one of the things that I, I was reading about was snow levels were, were down a couple of years ago, but it was colder. I guess because it is warmer, it's not able like the the like the snow off the rocky. I'm I'm gonna cut this because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You're like I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, scientist on here, an expert, please. Yeah, we need an expert. I mean, I I mean, I just I just kind of explained fusion to everybody, but like whatever, it's fine. Super cool. Yeah, man. Should we start the um the show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it me or you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You? I think it's you. All right. Hold on. So this is gonna come out. Um, after Christmas. After Christmas, so the, the 28th, okay. so Before New Year's. Yeah, okay. 
All right. So this is the last episode of 2022. Sure is. And boy, oh boy, what a year it was. What a whirlwind. What a whirlwind. All right. Bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Also, I really feel like you missed an opportunity there for a ho, ho, ho. I did it in the last episode. Did you? Yeah. I, I don't remember that. Well, if you listen to it back, <laughs> you'd notice. <laughs> I don't think I listened to you at all, even while we were going. Yeah, I don't think you do either. Because I, I remember doing it being like, that was funny. And uh, I got no, I got so. nothing I got nothing in return. You know what? I feel like I, I've lived a thousand lives since Monday. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, all right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Let's just start real quick with, hey, FedEx, could you work any slower? Don't think you could. When you go into the store, they are the slowest people in the world. And I know why. They're not making extra money for getting customers in and out. It doesn't matter to them. But when you got 17 people deep and you're taking your jolly ass time to fucking pack up some shit, fuck you, man. And also, also, there's like six other people in the back. Hey, guess what? It's Christmas time. No one needs to be making photocopies right now, okay? Let's shut down the paper shredding department for just a second and get some more bodies here into shipping. Because guess what? We're not here because of our tax documents need to be shredded. We're here because we got to send fucking Aunt Casey and Aunt Flip some fucking socks for Christmas, okay? So let's get a couple more bodies in here and let's fucking speed it up. All right. And maybe here's a thought. Let's incentivize these people to not be fucking sloths up there. Let's say if you get someone in and out within five minutes, $2 extra. I'll pay $2 extra. Let's get going here. I don't have all day to be sitting here. I'm also holding these fucking boxes like a schmuck waiting for these people to get done. I just don't understand. Or, or well, let's... Why don't we do it like fucking the checkout line at CVS where I can do it myself? Well, I was going to say, that's what I was about to say. I love the bit, but why aren't you packing all this shit and printing your labels at home and just dropping it? Because you're an amateur and I'm a professional. Is that why? Yeah. I don't have a scale. Also, hot take. UPS is so much better than FedEx. No. UPS is on our shit list right now. Sarah bought some jewelry from a nice company or whatever. 
And this is what happened with UPS. She got an email saying, we tried to reach you, but you weren't home. So we sent the, the jewelry back to the store. Guess what? We work in the entertainment industry. We ain't got dick to do during this time. We're at home all day. They did not stop. I don't know if that's true. They did not. We have a security system. We know every time the doorbell gets rung. It was never rung. All right. All right? So then we tried to call UPS. Hey, what store is it at? Like, where What's where, where do we go? Finally get them on the phone. They're like, oh, it's reported as missing. What? What does that mean? And it was like, subcontext, the guy stole it. <gasps> so then we had to put no. in a claim. And then you get screwed because you don't get the tax back. Anyways, here's the thing. Here's, here's, the, th here's, here's the thing. If you ask for a signature, they know that it's something expensive. <laughs> you know? The trick is to not ask for the signature. Mm. It could be anything. Socks for Aunt Flip and Aunt Casey. Could be. Anyways, UPS, they're on my shit list right now. They're on the naughty list. But also FedEx, let's speed it up, guys. Hmm. I love UPS. My UPS man, he's the bomb because he drives up my driveway to drop my packages. And FedEx is known to be lazy and just leave them down by the mailbox instead of just driving them up the hill. It's like not that bad. Like, take the extra step, bruh. Why don't you just make your mailbox be up the house, by the house then? Well, I don't think you can do that. Why not? I mean, you wouldn't be able to see it from the street. You put us a little sign that says, mailbox, up the street. I don't know if that's allowed. Well, I don't know what the rules I, are. I feel like mailboxes are at street level, like street, street side for a reason. So the, so the little mail truck can just ride around, you know, and just not even have to get out of the car and just whoop, whoop, mail, like USPS, you know, they have to be able to just stick your mail in there. However, well, I, FedEx, UPS, we pay you extra to drive up the hill, okay? Yeah. Those ship, that shipping is more expensive. I expect my packages to be dropped at the front door. All right. Well, I'll pay more money. Can we just get the people to work a little bit faster? Can I just go check out myself? Here's the box. Put it on the, the where, you know, print. All right. The answer to your problem is do this all online before you leave the house, and then you just drop it off in I a know. box. It says, already got a label on I it. I know. Ship, sta ship stations and is an advertiser of ours. I should be I, know. I should be using it? it more. I know. It really is clutch. I can't tell you the last time I've had to wait in line. I print everything off at home, package it all myself. I've got tape. I've got all the things. I reuse boxes because recycling. And uh, I just, you know, toss it in the, in the tub at the, at the post office. All right. Well, I'm done doing my rant. Okay, that was a long one. Yeah. Um. Do you have any? Do you have any favorite things, bro? Mm, bro. Oh, great. I went down a deep, dark dive into Harry and Meghan, or Meghan and Harry, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Okay, I have some questions. Okay, I'll <clears throat> give you the answers. Number one, mm -hmm. I was just drive. It's like this is like one of these things that like really gets in my head, and I like really overthink think it a lot for some reason. Okay. Which is funny because I really wasn't into this when it was happening. Like, I don't really remember paying attention to much of it. I definitely didn't watch the wedding on TV. Like, I just didn't really care. Um, and it just did seem like a lot of drama. You know, they're just like name calling her in the press, dragging her through the freaking British press and American press, just talking trash. Like, I just hate that shit. I don't like feeding into it. So I just didn't really read anything or pay attention. But now I'm very invested. So I was thinking to myself, I was just thinking, and I was like, what's Harry's last name? You know? What's Harry's last name? Windsor. I don't think he has one. Isn't he Windsor? I, Google it. There's no last name on Wikipedia. And then I looked at his dad. I was like, what's his dad's last name? No last name. They all, all of them, William, Harry, Charles, they all have like four first names, but no last name. 
Full name. Henry Charles Albert David. Those are all first names. That's true. That Go is. Now look up the brother. Look up William. His are all first names and they're all different. And why do they need four? Charles Philip Arthur George. Whoa. How fucking weird is this? Yeah, how do, how are we supposed to know that you guys are the rightful heir if we're you guys don't all have the same surname? Also, so Megan gets married and like can't change her last name to his because he doesn't have one. That's true. She has to it's, always be Markle. It's very weird. But she she was for a second the Duchess of Such Suckage. Suckage? Sussex. The Duchess of Sucket. Good try. Hmm. That's funny though. How crazy is this last name thing? Yeah. All right. Is that the only questions you've got? No, no, no. There's a lot more. Do, okay. So have you? You've watched like one or two episodes or whatever. But like, I've what's your consensus? Thing. Do you like her? Are you are you pro Megan or or no? I think she's very smart. I think she is pretty calculated. You do. I do. I think it was fucked up what they did to her. Like, I do think Absolutely. I do think the press like really fucked with her, and I don't think that that's right. And I also think that like the family's kind of fucked up, or like the. The comms teams, when they were started realizing that like Megan was getting like a lot of love, and then they were like, "This is this can't be. She's not the going to be the queen at some point. Like we need to get Kate Middleton some good mm -hmm. press at the cost of the other ones." I think that's kind of fucked up. I do think that she does a thing that is insincere, where she will tell a story about something that happened to her that I don't think actually happened to her, but is able to illustrate what she thinks of herself. Interesting. The store. I don't know if you've gotten to this, gotten to this part. I'm pretty far. Okay, so there's a part where she's like, so I'm flying back home. I'm flying back to the United States, and we've decided to, you know, finally leave the family. And the pilot walks back to me, and he mm -hmm. kneels down, and I completely remember. And he said, thank you for all you've done for this country. Now, I don't believe that that fucking that ever happened, okay? I think that's what she thinks that they think that she wishes they had done, but maybe the pilot should be flying the fucking plane is my thought. I think that she tells these stories because that's what she wishes happened or wants to say, but she can't say it about herself. So if she says this story that someone said it to her, then it makes it true, but I don't know if it is, you know? Mm -hmm. That's the part where I'm like, Oh, no. But listen, at the end of the day, who I feel the worst for is Harry and who, mm -hmm. like, come on, he's the most privileged person probably ever in the world. But I do feel bad for him and he's had to give up so much. And that's also got to be tough on Megan because it's pretty obvious that he has given everything up for her. And yeah. there's a little bit of like, oh, you're kind of like a little bitch. Soci I mean, societal wise. I yeah, I do think he's very pussy whipped. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say watching this, it's like he is very much in love with her. Like yeah. he is just like so in love with her. And so like I do think like to an extent, like their their love is obviously real and he would obviously do anything for her. But I just like I just go back and forth on her. Like she's just for some reason just not very likable. And I wanna like her. Like as I watch it, I'm like, I wanna like you so much. And I just like there's something that's hard to like. I don't know, and I don't know. But I, I will say, like, the whole documentary does seem too polished, and I get it. They're, like, royals, and it needs to be polished and whatever. But it's just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, a tad bit tr try-hard for me as far as, like, trying to sell you on, you know, changing your opinion of her, changing the way you think about her, whatever. Like, I, it just, like, for me, it's, like, a little too try-hardy. We talked about this, like, I think when we when this all came out originally, like not the documentary, but like when they left 
<clears throat> and I made the joke of like, that just goes to show you how great Santa Barbara is, you know, or like Montecito, wherever they, wherever they live, that like yeah. you could live, you could be in a castle, but you've decided to live in Southern California, you know? Yeah, yeah. The other thing no one talks about that I didn't even know, and they, they don't even really talk about it on the show, it's very breezed over. Did you know she was married before? I See, I didn't, I mean, I did, that like comes out, right? Like on the documentary. Like, we, barely though. It's yeah. like said in past, like, I think that for me, like that's the craziest part about the whole thing. Like I think that's more controversial than any of the other things they're saying about her being American, you know, her race, like any of that stuff, like I, blah, 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 blah. The fact that she was married before is for me where I go, whoa, like you're divorced and married into the royal family? Like not that it's not okay to be divorced, but it's just crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Good for her. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. They're going to be fine. Also... The other ick for me, okay, you know they bring on all her best friends. Mm -hmm. Serena Williams is there. Yeah, love Serena. Okay, and you know what? Maybe they are best friends. Maybe they're best friends. Maybe that's that's great. Got it. But I'm like, really? Like you're you're trying to like come off relatable and <laughs> get people to like you, and one of your best friends is Serena Williams. Like, yeah, it's just a little a little ick. I can see that, but maybe they are friends. But I maybe also they maybe they are. Yeah. Also, like I'm sure they are. But because I because I when how they met was she was at Wimbledon, Wimbledon, yeah, in the box across from him, and that's how, that's how they met. And so I'm sure she was there to see Serena, like whatever. But that just goes to show you that it's not like some just you know normal LA girl married this guy. Like if she hadn't had famous friends and whatever, she wouldn't have been in a place to meet somebody like that. And it it, it is very much like. It's not. It wasn't really just by like super chance of like somebody just totally random happening to be somewhere where he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, fascinating though. I, I'm shocked that I am fascinated by the show as much as I am. Yeah, I mean it's good. It's, it's a big puff piece for them for sure. It's an indictment on the press over there. When it's explained to you, where it's like they need to have public opinion be positive for them to be able to continue to do this thing. There is no real need for them. For their, listen, I'm not British, but it doesn't seem like they're they're serving a big purpose other than like, they're kind of like figureheads and they kind of just go around and go to like their poor colonies and like meet people. I Yeah, I think the saddest part about all of it, just the whole expectation for them of like, well, taxpayers are paying paying for you to live this lifestyle. So you have to be their like monkey. You know what I mean? Their little press monkey and- that's pretty gross to me. And so I do respect the hell out of Harry for being being able to like be like, you know what? We don't want any of their money anymore. Like yeah. we'll still do the work or whatever, but I, I don't want another dime because I don't want to have that like string attached. And I, I think that's, I think that was great of him. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? Emily in Paris season three just came out, but I haven't allowed myself to watch it yet because I know when I do, it's all I'm going to watch and I'm just going to cruise through it. So I'm planning on starting that tomorrow because okay. I love that show. Have you watched anything? No. Really? What have you been doing? We recorded like three days ago. And also, I know, remember. But like, I spent the whole day watching television. Well, I've been working and stuff. Also, remember the idea for this episode was you're going to do a bunch of calls? Yes, yes, yes. Bunch of calls. <laughs> Should we do that? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I guess we have so many calls into the hotline that we are going to uh, try to get through all of them before the end of the year. Whoa. And see what you guys are digging on. Cool. So uh, 
What's your fave thing, bro? Hi, my name is Erica from Jersey. Hey, Erica. My thing this part of the year is um, the song Carol of the Bells, but remixed with the Imperial March from Star Wars. Um, it's super nerdy, but really good to blast in the car. My niece and nephew are, like, obsessed with it. Also, I have a request. Okay. Um, I am a female YFT listener. Mm-hmm. However, I am dating a very nerdy boy who I feel like likes a lot of the things that Wells likes. And so I was wondering, um, Wells, what is like a really good gift to get a guy? Like what's the gift that maybe you got that you really liked? Um, so I can get some good Christmas ideas. And Brandy, I'm sure you're a really good gift giver. So um, maybe a gift you've given in the past that really went over well would be great. All right. Thanks. Love you guys. Well, we're cutting it a little close. Yeah, little close. My thing is, I personally like experiences. Mm. I'm not a materialistic person in general. I don't care about clothes so much. I don't care about cars and phones. Mm, I don't care about cars. I like old cars. I will say that, but mm. really, kind of still leans to experience uh, an experience. So I really love ex- uh, experiences. So like. Obviously, I like golf, so I don't know what your guy's into. He's probably not into golf, but, like, here's an example. Like, if Sarah were to get me, like, a round of golf at Pebble Beach or, like, some fancy golf course, be like, we're going to drive up there together and stay, and you're going to play, and, like, to me, that would be the most fucking amazing experience. Like, that would be so fun. Or, like, like my band, a band that I like, or, you know, that kind of stuff, I think is so much cooler because it's twofold. You get the experience, which is great, and then you also get the memory of the experience forever that you can talk about. I'm all for experiences. Love that. Um, I'm a terrible gift giver because I don't mm. literally like do gifts, so yeah. maybe don't take my advice. Yeah. But when hard-pressed to buy a man a gift, I usually go for a really, really nice bottle of bourbon because yeah. usually that, that's a big hit. Yeah. Bourbon's always good. Mm-hmm. Great mm-hmm. gift. I'm trying to think of something else that is materialistic that like guys are into though. Okay, and I will say this. I am a firm believer in you don't have to have a lot of nice clothes, but you need to have one or two really nice items for that that will last you forever. Like every man I think should own a very nice cool leather jacket. And those are going to be $1,000 or $800. They're fucking expensive. But, like, you buy that, and that's good forever. Like, that's never going out of style. Like, a good black leather jacket. You should have, like, a really good pair of jeans. Uh, You should have a very nice brown belt that's handmade that will last forever. You should buy your guy really nice leather boots that will, like, I have three pairs of leather boots Two of them are from the 70s that I found in like old leather shops and stuff that I've been like, just keep on resoling. Good quality made shit lasts forever. That's also a vibe. I'm sorry, there's nothing worse than like H&M shit that like fucking disintegrates after like three three wears. What about a super nice watch? That Another thing. That's what Sarah, Sarah got me for my wedding was a, a really nice watch. I, I never need to have another watch again. Yeah. And then it's also like figure out like what your style is. And then that's just your style forever. Like when we were going over rings, I was like, I think I'm I'm silver guy, you know, like I'm not gold guy. Like the watch is silver with a black face. Like that'll go with every suit I'll ever wear for the rest of my life. Yep. So anyways, there you go. I'll get off my soapbox on clothes. Uh, What's your favorite thing, bro? 
Hi, Buzz and Brandy. My name is Tasha from Seattle, and I wanted to share my favorite and not-so-favorite things with you guys. Okay. To start off, my not-so-favorite thing, Brandy, I'm sure you're going to back me up on this. I was on a girl's trip to Slovang this last weekend and opted to upgrade myself to a premium on the way down to Santa Barbara. Usually, I don't splurge on upgrades, but I thought, what the hell? To preface, I'm a nervous flyer, so I need to sit in the aisle seat. A woman with a lap baby just so happened to be sitting in the middle seat next to me and asked mm. me to switch with her, and I kindly said no. The rest of the fight, not only did I have a screaming baby next to me, but a mother, the mother copped a major attitude with me the entire flight, and all I could think about was how we should be able to know as passengers where babies are sitting on a plane. That was mine. Now, Absolutely. circling back to my favorite thing, um, was going to this beautiful winery called Sunstone, and mm. I was so freaking excited to find out that's where Wells got married to the gorgeous Sarah Highland this summer with Brandy in attendance as well. I had no idea this was the winery that they got married at. And I continued to tell everyone on the trip that I listened to the pod and, of course, was a huge fan. Thanks for listening to my rant. I love the pod. I've been listening since the beginning. Okay, love you. Bye. Nothing would make me more awkward and annoyed if a mom was like, will you switch me into a middle seat and then was mad at me the rest of the like, why would you? Why would you voluntarily be more miserable than you're already going to be with yeah. a child next to you? No. No, thanks. Yeah. Not only does this suck because <laughs> I'm sitting next to a fucking kid, now it sucks because I've got fucking no room in the middle seat. No thank you. Yeah. yeah. Love her, though, and totally agree. Sunstone is obviously so magical and so beautiful. And yeah. Wells' wedding was fantastic. Best wedding I've ever been to. Probably best wedding I will ever attend. Yeah, same. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you can go to Sunstone and it's like it's got an like a dope little wine tasting thing where like they have like food trucks and cornhole and like a little live jazz band and you can try all their wines and stuff. Sunstone's dope. And it's also in this like weird little town called Solvang, which is like this little Dutch town. It's so cute. I highly recommend Solvang. Apparently, it's popping during Christmas time. Oh, it, I totally can see that. They've got one yeah. store that's cr a Christmas store all year round. Yeah, I think it like the whole little town just transforms during Christmas yeah. as a vibe, supposedly. Yeah, go check it out. Another one of my favorite things that's in that area is a place called Alisal Ranch. Have you heard of that? No, but that sounds cool. You should check it. I mean, it's so brandy, but I guess your life is this. But it's a ranch where like you, you and your family go. You can go horseback riding. You can go fishing. You can do archery. There's a golf course. It's like a dude ranch thing. And then they have like, you know, like this huge ballroom that is like animal heads. And, you know, it's like just very, and it's like Montana, but you're in fucking Southern so California. <laughs> it's dope. That place was awesome. I like that place. You got some fave things, bro. Oh, my God. I am dead. I just paused mm -hmm. your podcast about bagpiping oh, because yeah. I am laughing so hard. And Wells, you being obsessed with Mormons is my favorite thing because <laughs> so am I. And I want to listen to you talk about it all the time because you crack me up. Brandy, love how much you make fun of Wells, another one of my favorite things. Oh, okay. And my absolute all-time favorite thing is every time Wells is talking so dang fast, I have to check my phone to make sure I didn't hit double time. <laughs> Too good. By the way, I'm Michaela from Hart, Michigan. Love you guys. Been a listener from day one, and I want to listen every week. Can't wait for Aww. more. Oh. Kayla, I thought Michi I heard that northern accent in there. A Michigander. Is she a youper? God, I bet she's fucking freezing right now. That's oh, my God. Can you imagine? God no. dang. No, thank you. We'll pray for you. We will pray for you, Michaela. 
from Michigan. You got some fave things, bro. Oh my gosh. Okay. First of all, you guys having a San Diego number just made my day. I am from San Diego. My name's Randa. I've been a day one listener of YFT. Um, Such a fan. I listen every week. You guys should do a show in San Diego or LA. I'll come up to either. But Brandy, I thought that Theo James being in White Lotus was going to be one of my favorite things. Mm. But he's a freaking asshole in it. Like, well, men are okay. literally <laughs> trash, trash, trash. So, wait, well, wait, hold on. You know he's playing a part, right? You know that's <laughs> not really him. You know? talking about the other week how maybe you should just like be with a woman so like my proposition to you is that we should be together but like oh. we can hook up with guys oh. like we'll just have like a soulmate relationship Whoa. because i just love you and oh, wow. yeah my Sounds favorite great. thing right now has been season two of sex lives of college girls i don't I'm know if you talked about this on mm-hmm. here or not i can't remember but it's so good. It's like a little corny and cheesy, but it's just so cute. And it has Mindy Kaling written all over it. And I just love her. But yeah, love you guys. Bye. Love her. Yeah. Men are garbage. Are we shocked? Love Theo James. Honestly, he's trash on that show, but it's kind of hot. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's not as bad as Ethan on that show. Ethan's just such a bitch. They're both trash, honestly. Um, All the men on that show. I have a funny, I have a funny uh, question to ask you that we were, we were talking about a lot playing golf the other day. So, oh, I'll kind of like tell you how we got there. A buddy of ours was telling this story about how his wife was angry at him, so he hadn't been like at home a lot recently because he was worried mm-hmm. that she was going to kill him. This is a joke, mm-hmm. like not really kill him, but and then he was saying like he was like, so I took my handgun and I put I took the pistol and I put it in, on in like one side of the house and I took the bullets out and I put it on the other side of the house. So if she goes and gets the gun, at least I know it's time to run because she's got to go to the other side of the house get the, get the bullets. Anyways. Of course, none of this is true. I don't even think there was a gun. It was just like an anecdote of he was scared of his wife to go home because he was like at the golf course. He like didn't want to leave. Got it. But here's the problem. I can't hide all the knives, you know? So we started talking. What would you rather? Would you rather be shot by a gun or stabbed by your like significant other? Do I have to pick one? Yeah, I think so. I think may- mm. oh, yeah. maybe shot. A lot of people said shot. Which because, is- <laughs> because, like, I would feel like there's a better chance that it'll just be over quick if yeah. you get shot in the right place versus if you get stabbed. Sounds like a slow, painful death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, So I initially was, like, stabbed. Like, a bullet hole, that's going to go through you, you know? And, like, a bullet hole is going to be a big circle through your body, whereas a, a knife is a very thin, you know, you know, in there. <laughs> I've seen like one too many really traumatizing stabbing scenes in movies. And yeah. TV. So then what happened was there's a doctor at our golf club. So we brought, brought the doctor over like, okay, we, <laughs> what do you think? And he's like, you guys are fucking. Yeah. He was like, you guys are just fucking idiots. But he was like, <laughs> well, here's what's crazy about getting shot. And we're like, tell us doc, we got to know because you're made of water. When you get shot, your body kind of ripples. And so like mm. the bullet comes in your bot in your like skin kind of ripples and the veins and arteries and, and, and muscle kind of moves out of the way. Cause it's, 
it's like it's almost like when you throw a rock into a a, a pond, you know, it makes like ripples everything out, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's like, with a knife, that's not what happened. Like everything gets cut that go, you know, you go through, you know. And the other thing I have learned from like ER or whatnot is that if you get stabbed, you gotta keep the knife in because if you pull it out, that's when yeah. like everything comes out. You gotta keep it in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I thought that was like a funny conversation. So nice. here's what we'll do: um, we'll throw a poll on the uh, on the old Insta. <laughs> Uh, what would you rather? Would you rather be stabbed by your significant other or shot by a significant other? I don't know if this is PC enough for the gram. No? I don't know. I think it's fine. <sighs> Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Let's get back into the uh, the old calls, huh? Hi, my name is Brianna, and I'm from Missouri, and I've been listening since the beginning of the podcast. It's one of my favorite things, Thank but you. I'm calling in for the first time because my favorite thing mm-hmm. is my two chickens. Well, you need to get chickens. They're so easy. We have a coop um, from Tractor Supply Company. It's awesome. Their names are Hennifer Anderson and Feather Locklear. That's funny. You have to get chicken wells, and um, I DM'd you about them and a book that really helped us. So I hope you get chickens because they are awesome. Bye, guys. I want chickens. Do it. I do think Boo will eat the chickens. Oh, yeah. See, that's my issue with the Azzy girl. Yeah. But I do like the idea of having fresh eggs all the time. That sound lovely. It does. But do I have to like let them out of the coop? I think some do, but I don't think you have to. And if you get a big enough coop, they're fine. Yeah. So if you really, if you're really interested in this, my one of my mom's best friends has uh, a little mini farm, not even, but like up in Malibu, she's got a big chicken coop. Chickens are like her main thing up there. Yeah. And if you if you want some insight, she's the person to call. Okay. So you let me know. My thing is, is like, what if we leave town to like, can we just throw a bunch of seed out and they good for like a week or like, what has that work? I think you should probably find someone to come toss some, some seed. Or is there like an automatic feeder, you know? That maybe. All right. That's possible. But like whoever's watching the dogs can just like throw a little food. That's true. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Hi, Wells and Brandy. Yo. My name's Lauren, and I'm from Colorado, and you both are my favorite thing. Oh. I actually have a question for the both of you. We have answers. Wells, I'm wondering mm-hmm. if when you go on other podcasts, yeah. like as a guest, do you have to hide your bell? How does that work? How do you not just automatically start smacking your desk when you talk about cool things? It's actually very funny. Because there have been times when I have been on other people's podcasts and I've said something funny or I'm like talking about something like, I like and I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't read. Like, that would be weird. Like, why? <laughs> like, I was doing uh They'll be like, this freak yeah, can't we, ever come you, back. Why do you have a bell? What are you, what's going on here? It was, it was funny. I was doing Nick Swisher's podcast, which that hasn't come out yet. I was telling like a very funny story, one of my favorite memories, and I went to go hit it and then I was like, oh no, that would be weird. That's very funny. That's a good question. Brandy, my question for you, how did you and Wells meet? And I apologize if you guys have already Mm. talked about this, but I don't know. And I've been a longtime listener. Y'all are amazing. I absolutely love you. You guys are high up on my Spotify wrapped, maybe only beat out by office ladies, but I think it's just because their podcasts are longer than yours. If you ever do a show in Denver, I will 110% be there. Love you. Bye. Denver's a hot market for us, I feel like. I love Denver so much. Yeah. Do you want to tell the story of how we met? Well, well, we have told this story, I feel like, several times, but that's okay. Okay? You don't listen to us. I don't listen to Wells. It's like, that's how it works. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
So Wells, oh God, Wells, we've known each other for so long. So long. I was yeah. like looking through some old photos yesterday, actually, and one popped up of you and me. It was so random, and I was like, I can't believe I've known Wells for that long. I know. Like it was like twenty six sixteen, I think. That's like six years ago. It sounds right. Might have been before. It might have been twenty fifteen. Might have been twenty fifteen. Anyway, it was before we, I went on The Bachelor. Yeah, it was. Because you that? told me not to do it. I know. <laughs> and look at us now. I know. <laughs> Thank um, God you went. <laughs> well, I went on The Bachelor in 2016, so I think that okay. I think it was probably 2015 that we met. Yeah. So we had a mutual friend try to set us up. Yeah. Do you remember her name? Sarah Lai? Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Lai, who I think lives in LA now. Do you still talk to her? No. No. Sarah Lai tried to set us up, and Wells came over. I think the first time we hung out, you came over to my house when I had that kickball party in the backyard, I the slip and slide so. kickball. Yeah. Was that the first time we hung? I think so. I think so. I was blacked out drunk the whole time. Yeah, I remember that you had jello shots. Oh, yeah, those really get me. Those really get me. And like the, um, the entire band Hot Shell Ray? Oh, with, yeah. They've been friends of mine forever. Yeah, but I remember being like, oh, the, the all the boys from Hot Shell Ray are here. All right, this is going to be yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. Yeah, Nash, uh, Chords Brothers Band. And then after that, though, I don't know how we got, I don't know how you got my number or how we ended up going to Mexican. Do you? Yeah, we went to that place uh, in 12 South, right? Yeah, but how did that happen? Like, did you like text me? Or- yeah, I think I, I, I think I was like, yeah, I'll ask her. I asked you out or whatnot. I guess so. And I then we I went, know. I don't know. What's, what's the name of that restaurant? Taco Mamacita. Okay, so we went to Taco Mamacita. Right, is that the one? I think so. It's the one on 12 South on, on the same side, on the opposite side of the street of Imogene and Willie. Oh, Bar Taco. Bar Taco. That's where I think we went. Our taco. You weren't impressed with my antics, I don't think. And no. so, yeah. Also, I'm not a five foot brunette girl. So, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the odds were against us. That's all I know. They were against us. We never hooked up. No, no, no. no, no I don't We never but got close to doing that. We did. Did we go out a second time? And is that when we started talking about radio stuff and podcast? Maybe so. I think so. Because remember, I just remember we have this selfie of us at Takamamacita, which is in Edge Hill. Yeah, that was that was later, though. Yeah, after we decided to do the podcast. Because I had started getting you on to do my uh, radio, radio show, show for 107.5 The River. Uh-huh. And so you were coming and doing that a lot with me, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was getting you to come in, like, once a week, I think. Yeah. But I think right around that time is when you were like, so I'm supposed to go on The Bachelorette? Yes. Or something? And, and I was like, don't do it, it'll ruin your life. <laughs> but you did decide to do it, and then it actually... Changed your life forever in the best way. Ding, yeah. ding, ding, Sarah. But you, we were like, all right, we let's like pause. Because we were talking about the podcast and, and you were like, let me go do the show and then come back. No, no, that's not left. that's not how it happened. Really? No. So you were doing my radio show before I went on the, right. the, the show. And then when I got back from doing the show, mm-hmm. before it started airing, I was like, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of people like because I, I knew it had happened to me and and I think I also knew it happened to me in Paradise because that all kind of happened at the same time, and when yeah. I got back I was like yeah, I we need to start this podcast before like yeah, I, I, I I'm on TV all the time, mm-hmm. so yeah I had gone and that's done right. the show come back and been like we need to do this a podcast thing. yeah yep that's it all right there you go the rest is history the rest is. As they say, history. That was stupid. Um, so stupid. I don't know what that was. All right, you got some favorite things, bro. 
Hi, welcome, Brandy. Yep. This is Kelsey. I am a longtime listener. Cool. Um, I have two favorite things for you. Great. The first is His Dark Materials. It is on HBO. Um, it is a remake of the a Golden young Compass. adult novel. If you've ever read The Golden Compass, um, and it's a series of three books, and they just did. This is now in the third season. Highly recommend. Um, really, really well done. Much better done than when they tried to make a movie out of it um, Agreed. a little while back. So um, it's action. It's fantasy. Um, James McAvoy is in it. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is weirdly in it, um, but really love it. Acting's great. Highly recommend his dark materials on HBO. Um, and then my other favorite thing is called Taskmaster. It is a British comedy series, um, and mm. it is the funniest show you'll ever watch. It is huge in the U.K., it is on its 14th season, um, and it is my husband and I's favorite thing in the entire world. Anyone that we've shown it to thinks it's absolutely hilarious. If you're into British comedy, you have to watch Taskmaster. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Tac- Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. All right. Never heard of it. Yeah. Um, Did you get into that HBO show? Uh, a little bit. I read I read um, The Golden Compass. I really like that book, even though it's for children, but I, mm. I'm also a child. Um, I feel like I watched like a couple episodes when it first came out and it what didn't grasp me, but maybe I need to give it another shot. I think Sarah and I watched the first season. I think that maybe there's a second season of it now. Um, yeah. But yeah, she it's... there's three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm behind on it, but I will agree that uh, the... The series was better than the movies they try to put out um, a while back. Got All right. It. We got a couple more here. Hey, hey, it's Chelsea in Nashville. I am calling in with one of my favorite things being small music venues. Uh, oh, big yeah. stadium arenas can be great for some performers, but there's just something about an intimate, small music venue. Yeah, and, that, uh, Throwing it back to Nashville, mm-hmm. Wells, I don't know if you've heard about Exit In, unfortunately, um, is coming to an end. And I was curious, yeah. what are your favorite small venues that you have visited or attended, whether it was with Lightning 100 or not? And along with those lines, my favorite kind of niche artist, maybe he's niche, I don't know, uh, Rayland Baxter. Oh, yeah. If you want to play a song, Yellow Eyes. He is amazing through Spotify or recorded, but I mean, definitely go to one of his live shows. So people, we got to support live music so that we can keep these venues open. Thanks. Love you. Bye. First of all, I think Raylan was wanted to be on the show. I've known, I've known Raylan for a very long time. He actually dated my ex (laughs) before I, before I dated her. So I couldn't be mad at him about it. He's awesome, and yeah, Yellow Eyes is a great song. He's got a, he's got new music out that we played on this show. I did hear about Exit In. It's a fucking travesty, and it's one of the problems that Nashville has been facing for a while and is going to continue to face. No. The thing is, is that the thing that makes people want to move to the city is the thing you can't get rid of because then people won't want to move to your city. And Exit yeah. In and all those little niche, cool, kitschy venues going away is very, very bad. Uh, I was really good friends with Chris Cobb, who was the owner of Exit In. He also is the owner of Marathon Music Works, and he was, like, fighting the good fight for that. And I agree with you. You got to support, like, small little venues because usually the people that, like, run those places don't own the building. It's a lease situation, and they can go away very easily, case in point. 
exit in. To answer your question, I don't even know if it's still it's still there, but there was a there was a venue right across the street from the exit in called the end. The end. So I good. I love that place. It was dirty and fucking gross, and they only sold mm-hmm. beer and only accepted cash. I loved that place. Me too. Is Mercy Lounge still around? Not anymore. See, even cannery. The cannery's gone. I always, I never liked the cannery because I didn't like the layout of it. But yeah, but Mercy Lounge was sick. And like High Watt, all that stuff is that all gone? gone. Where the fuck do you go see music now? I think Marathon Music Works. But that's a is, big venue. It is, yeah. But that's kind of like, I feel like where all the smaller bands play. That's and then, crazy to me. Uh, aside from that, you've got War Memorial, which is huge. And it you've sounds got like the shit. Actually, you've no, War Memorial sounds good. What Ascend. A, yeah, like that's an outdoor venue. Fit. Wait, what about Third and Lindsley? Is that still there? I think that might still be there. Okay. And you know what else is? Uh, the the basement is still there. Thank God. Basement East is still both. there, too. Yeah, yeah, they're both still there. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to fucking Mike Grimes and Grimes and yeah. uh, Doyle Davis, those guys who own the basement, and then they also own Grimes, which is the record store connected to it. I saw so many amazing things in the basement that if that, if that place ever goes, I know. that town's fucked. Yeah, I agree. Hate to say it. Wait, how about this one? What was uh, 12th and Porter? Do you remember that one? Oh, God, yeah, I do. Is that still there? I and mean, that was a shit venue, but like... It was shitty, yeah. That one's gone. Is it gone? Oh, that's too uh-huh. bad. That one was shitty. Yeah, it was. That's uh, so funny. Man, I could talk about those old days. Um, all right. Well, I think we did it. Yeah. You got anything else? I'm about to be... I don't know what to say. I, my life is over for the next 72 hours. I just... Oh, no. This, this polar vortex and the oh, farm. Yeah. Just, just really... Cozy up with the hot cup of cocoa. You know, a nice book, a little Jane Austen read, you know? I don't know. I ordered heated gloves. Smart. Because last winter and the winter before, that was the one thing that I really had trouble. Like, I can bundle pretty well and have, like, ski pants, you know, that I wear down there and all the things. But my hands just get so cold that I have to go sit in the car, warm them up, get back out. Like, so I got heated gloves. So I'm going to let you guys know how those go for me and if I would recommend them because they weren't cheap. Okay. But hopefully they save my hands for the next Good to no. Yeah. I need to I'm gonna go invest in some um some shorts because oh. uh it's seventy one degrees here and you know I gotta uh, yeah. I guess we should probably go out on some Raylan Baxter, right? Sure. He's got new music out, but man oh man, did I like the record he put out in two thousand twelve called Feathers uh Feathers and Fish Hooks. So let's go out on Willie's song. This was always one of my favorites. Well, another year of YFT in the books. We love you guys so much. And uh, hopefully we can keep doing this. I think 2023, I'm saying it, we'll do the live tour. Oh, I love that for us. Yeah. Manifestation. um, Yeah. I don't know how much work I got looking forward to, so we're going to do that, I think. (laughs) God. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right. We love you guys. Um, If you guys want to call in, uh, please do 858-630-1856. Have a happy new year. Get fucked up. Not too fucked up. Anything I wouldn't do, I'm going to be blacked out. Yeah, me too. Um, I might take some some, some mushies. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. What did you think I was going to say? Molly or something. No, but maybe. Who knows? We're too old. We're too old for that. We're, we are too old for that. Yeah. Um. We'll see all you guys uh, in 2023. Love y'all. Later on the menjack. Bye. Bye. Everything will be okay.
one day and he's back, back to work. work. Shiny shoes, a tie and a shirt. Everybody loved him so he had a beautiful smile. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.